0: Welcome to Horusperia. My name is May. And my name is Clinton. And welcome to our Bong Joon Ho retrospective.
1: Wow. The man, the myth, the legend, the man on everyone's mind right now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We are recording this a weekend after Oscars weekend and huge congrats to him and the cast and the crew and Korea in general. That's a big win for them. Yeah.
1: I heard that when you win the Oscar for best international film that it technically goes to your country. Is that true? What is up with that?
0: Well, it's the countries that choose the films themselves, which is something we're going to be talking about with today because it's kind of a problem that I have. But also, I suppose that's just the bureaucratic way to do it. Yeah. But yes, that's why there's been some controversy in a way about who accepted that award. And we can talk about that a little bit oh. closer. I
1: didn't actually watch the Oscars. Did you watch the Oscars?
0: Uh, I was going to ask you. I don't like watching the Oscars, but I did make sure I watched at the end for him. I think the only thing that I wish that I had watched because I didn't think he was going to win was Best Director. That seemed to be a big surprise for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that he did get it because he had a really great speech for that. But yeah, I only watched the end.
1: Yeah. The end. The... The shining moment the best picture did part. you
0: see the video yet
1: video of the win no
0: okay i yeah. just saw
1: the twitter rundowns afterwards yeah, i read I mean, about that's it more or less
0: yeah i followed the rest of the show on twitter just because i don't really have the patience nor care
1: mm-hmm.
0: for especially the oscars for as, the
1: rigmarole or what as
0: bong Jun ho said the oscars are local as hell yeah that was the so.
1: best and i feel like i don't know if you felt this way but I felt like it was his time even before he won I I would have bet that Parasite was going to win for something and especially when you start taunting the Oscars then I feel like you're gonna they gotta give it to you cause uh cause you just pants them you know
0: I'm surprised in a way I wonder if the Academy knew of that of report that because a lot of uproar of Sandler not being nominated Oh yeah, well you're in the be-
1: Sandler fandom right now
0: Well, I've always been a part of the fandom <laughs> But he. Sp- it, it. a lot of people asked Or there was research done as to why Sandler wasn't nominated When For it seemed uncut, uncut gems. gems And specifically members of the Academy said They didn't appreciate the fact that He said that he was going to make a film so bad That the Oscars would regret not nominating him.
1: Oh, yeah. They specifically... What? They yeah, actually mentioned that?
0: They did in, in their explanation. Oh, uh, and, no. and, and 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 granted, remember, the Academy is it's just a bunch of different members of the entertainment industry but uh some of the research done that was like a common belief another common belief was another kind of upset was jennifer lopez not being nominated and a lot of the academy members said it was because they didn't think hustlers was an academy worthy film in the sense that the topic was too salacious oh
1: my goodness come on come on
0: basically okay fine
1: hustlers in world war ii that would have probably been okay exactly (laughs) come
0: on exactly so get over it uh, i'm 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 so glad that he won i it, it is one of those things though where i saw another really great article that was like the oscars needed bong and bong didn't need the oscars and that's just absolutely true
1: yeah so i mean especially for this far in his career you know, yeah. it's kind of like, I'm sure it feels great for him, but yeah, he didn't need it. He didn't need it to make to do what he wants, I'm guessing.
0: No, not at all, especially because
1: unless he has some diabolical plan.
0: right. No. And next. essentially, and another good thing to mention, though, the whole reason why we wanted to do this is we wanted to celebrate his career. but also, he actually hasn't been making films for as long as you might expect for the level of craft that they're at it's been about 20 25 years specifically 20 years if we're counting his ex- his first feature which was 2000 mm-hmm. and it's it's definitely time but i think another thing about his success is It's also time for a lot of other filmmakers, especially international filmmakers, that the Oscars ignore. And also, especially in my case, I've been following Bonk's films since 2003, since Memories of a Murder. And he has always been one of my favorite filmmakers. And to see that being validated, especially the fact that he's a genre filmmaker and breaking that down, it's a large reason why I wanted to do this, but also discuss the uniqueness as to why it had to be bong. Because I do think no other Korean director or and a lot of times no other international language director could have almost broken this glass ceiling. And now that it's broken, I wonder if it'll be a trend or if it was just kind of this anomaly in a so, way.
1: And the glass ceiling is, this was the first... Non English film to win Best Picture, right?
0: Right, exactly. Because when I
1: heard it, I was like, wait, first, but then I was thinking like these other films won, but they were in English. That's the, that's the part that is...
0: No film has one that wasn't American or British. Um, 99%. I'm
1: not sure though because wasn't there... What about like the black and white movie?
0: The artist. That was an American production.
1: American production. Yeah. Did so, Roma not win for Best Picture?
0: So that's where this question comes into mind, okay. right? Because Roma was probably the one that was closest uh-huh. to getting it because Roma was a Mexican film. It, it had a very similar awards success to Parasite, actually. And so I actually thought that year that Roma was going to win. And who won that year? It was Green Book. Was was that the Green Book year?
1: Oh, God. I think you might be right. So that was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And a lot of people kind of thought it was impossible just for that reason alone. I myself, I thought Parasite was going to win just because it didn't really feel like any f- other American film that was released this year had a unite unified push. And honestly, no other American film released this year was as overall great, even though my horse was Uncut Gems, I knew that yeah. it it was too weird to was be it up though
1: there. I I didn't even see it, but
0: well, I, if you I, haven't I seen shocked. it, then you don't have an opinion. About I, I watched
1: the trailer. Okay, I mean, I it doesn't given, matter though. I would give him Best Actor based on the trailer.
0: I mean, even that alone, Uncut Gems like is not Sandler. the film that you think it is until you go watch really? it. So okay. I really don't want to hear any slander today. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to slander Uncut Gems. Um, I think it should have been nominated based on the trailer. So. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think it, it, a lot of it was kind of that exceptionalism, but also the fact that it really was just the best film. But I also think that a lot of things are very endemic to bong's voice and the films that he takes on and also the fact that he has kind of accrued some hollywood goodwill and um yeah there's a lot of things to talk about it and i feel like looking at it now is a really good time Uh, it's very relevant to this podcast Mm -hmm. we have been bong fans since the first time that we started this Mm -hmm. so i think the first thing i made you watch was the host right
1: that was early yeah yeah and that's crazy What was that episode even? Monster movies or something?
0: No, we never did monster movies. We did... I forgot why. Korean... Was it Korean?
1: Horror, maybe. It might
0: have been. Because Korean films... Something that I've really... God, and, and, and it makes me happy that I've always been really consistent with this. But one thing that I've been really leaning into the last few months is just how formative Korean films have been for me. And how happy, even though Parasite was not my favorite film last year, how happy I am that... He even just gets this for films that I think he probably should have won for before. Right.
1: This was, yeah. To me, this was like he was owed an Oscar. Yeah. For all of the previous movies.
0: Yeah. And the, but on that same note, I feel like so many other filmmakers are also owed Oscars as a result. And so we'll get into that today. We'll also cool. get into the man himself. Uh, and how did you enjoy watching? I saw, so yeah. I made you watch all of I've his seen films. them all
1: now. So. I've never watched one director's movies consecutively before like this. So many. And I don't know if all directors do this, but I noticed so many similarities between the movies.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I challenge you now to maybe go do that with other directors. But I do think Bong, especially more than most filmmakers, especially American filmmakers definitely has that voice that you can almost spot it immediately. I think Park Chan-wook is the other one that does it excellently. And he's the only one that I would put above Bong.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is why when we meet Bong, Bong will like me more than you. Oh
0: yeah. Because, because yeah. And and Bong and Park are are best friends. Yeah. And they have this running beef that... They owe each other DVDs that the other one borrowed. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, and that's actually who I'm kind of referencing whenever I talk about, I feel like other filmmakers deserve this more. I really think of Park Mm Chan-wook because he, I feel made more of a mark and it's really weird comparing because it makes it seem like bong is a little bit less and he's not at all yeah and it's It's really a preference thing right i think you prefer bong's films to park's films i
1: do i prefer bong's films to most directors films yeah yeah yeah
0: and i get that and i think the reason why bong broke through more than anyone else is because he has a really accessible sense of humor and i do think whenever anyone sees a bong film, at first they're thrown because it's a very Korean voice. But it's also kind of like, it it, it, it does relate to really simple things like slapstick and things like that. And the—and the, And the reason why his films are so translatable and so globally influential is that they're very Korean. Like there are things that happen in Parasite and Mother and all of these films that only Korean audiences get. But at the same time, us as Americans we can watch these films and just relate to the inner emotion and then as a result learn more about the culture and Bong is just a genius at doing that and I think he will always have that above anyone else especially Park Chan-wook who I feel like makes weirder films than him even though Bong's films are very weird and um, But yeah, no, Bong has that voice and it's so unique and so beautiful. And there's so many things going on in every single one of his films. And I'm really excited to talk about them and and also see how you felt about it.
1: Yeah. Where do we start?
0: (laughs) Where do we start? Right. Um, So let's try and name the films chronologically. We have Barking Dogs Never Bite Mm -hmm. 2000.
1: Yeah. Where he had the brilliant idea of making a movie where the protagonist is a guy who kills dogs.
0: <laughs> I know. That's actually the one that has always been the hardest for me to and I would yeah. only ever watch it once. Uh-huh. But even I'm glad that we I am one I'm glad that we watched it too. Watch you you can even see how that was like a springboard, but also it's also like his film that's unlike all of his other films. Yeah.
1: And the cover, the box cover? I never saw the box. Makes it cover. look like a rom-com
0: yeah so i was thinking it almost oh
1: man all right great you know let's watch something you know kind of light kind of his first outing yeah and then this man straight up murders dogs yeah and yeah Yeah. you don't you but uh, but also as a viewer you're watching something so unique right because who would ever make a movie about this person yeah and that somehow the story is interesting and that you'd want to follow it
0: yeah and i mean in and of itself it's not horror it's not it's a genre film so one thing that i I do want to mention before we go in depth to each one of his films is that bong is very very proud to be a genre filmmaker
1: what do you mean by the genre filmmaking because i always thought that meant like horror or sci-fi
0: it's horror sci-fi or thriller And that's what every single one of his films that he's made has ever been Uh And he is a self-professed genre filmmaker Like it's not something, I mean it's something that critics and and academics have stuck on him for sure But after reading so many interviews with him over the last few weeks It is something that he himself has proclaimed as early as 2000 He Mm -hmm. even said that, you know, so he made Memories of a Murder in
1: 2003 So,
0: okay And then he made the host in 2006. And so Memories of a Murder is definitely a crime thriller, but it was viewed as a big success because crime thrillers were kind of popular back then.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of timeless. You could always do crime thriller, right?
0: Yeah, you can. But the reason why I mention it is... Memories of a Murder was his first hit, and so he kind of had these investors wanting to fund his next film, which would be The Host in 2006, and he very clearly said, I want to make a monster movie, and they weren't stoked about it. They were like, no one cares about monster. Like there hasn't been a Korean monster film. What are you doing? Yeah, And I love that Bong has never shied away from it. I think him more than any other Korean filmmaker, even Park, really leans into the genre trappings. And you can only get that from someone who Unadulteratedly loves film as much as he does i read another really great interview in preparation where they asked him what do you do for fun and he's like i if i'm not shooting a film i'm watching a film and i relate so he's to that mind, a lot. body he's <laughs> yeah he's he's li- mind, his body life film. is film yeah and genre film you know the he he says that Genre is always considered a dirty word. And I've talked about that before on this podcast, how people don't take movies as seriously. Even though it's just weird, though, because people love, um, and when I talk about people, I I, I mainly mean like film circles and especially the award circles. Um, They love seeping in the influence of genre film. Like one thing that comes to mind is actually the Oscars opening montage where it did all of these like, riffs off of midsummer and other genre stuff but they don't respect it enough to nominate it yeah. and I like how Bong uh really has just flown in the face of that without really caring mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just it's something that has evolved over all of his films and in some ways has become more refined and in some ways has become more accessible and in other ways has become very, very Korean. Like, yeah, he did those two American blockbusters that blockbusters, you know, Yeah. And then uh, and-, and then he did Parasite. You well, know, uh, which was uh, a v- an uh, akia and uh, Snowpiercer, and the yeah, blockbuster. And then he himself, the reason why he wanted to do Parasite, is he said that he wanted to go back to the mid-budget movie. He wanted to go back to Korea, and I think arguably Parasite is his most Korean film that he's made. So I'm really stoked to get into all of that with you.
1: Yeah. So so to review in order, we had Barking Dogs 2000, 2000. Memories of Murder 2003 uh the host. the host then 2006 2006 then mother mother 2009 2009 then
0: akia yes no, then snowpiercer no you're right snowpiercer
1: then akia then, then akia. parasite
0: wow then parasite yeah. yeah so that's did you count is that seven six so, yeah that's still pretty prolific, honestly,
1: and they are spaced out, which makes me think yeah. that he worked extra hard on them.
0: No, and he writes all of them. Does he? I will say Park doesn't write all of his films. No, so, wow. no, he works closely with the screenwriters.
1: I think I picked my fave. <laughs> pretty, uh... <laughs>
0: no, I do think Bong is. I think Park is an not I mean, he is not towards It's not a think thing, but. Bong, at least we can analyze the way that even his writing has grown, you know. Whereas Park, but the thing is, Park also has a lot of American and British projects that he's also worked on. I also just think Park's like this prolific, crazy genius, you know. But wrong, uh,
1: wrong episode. Okay, we're here to talk about Bong (laughs) (laughs) Bong
0: Yeah, okay, whatever. Okay, so let's get back on track. Yeah. Um, I will
1: have a game for you after you know after we talk some more Bong.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I think I have maybe a game for you too. Okay. It'd be funny if it's the same game. It might
1: be. It might And for the listener out there, it's going to be a game for you too.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. you can play along. All right. So I do want to get into it, but before we get into it, I do want to give a shout out to all of my students that are listening because I've had more students than ever this semester come up referencing the podcast to me and it makes me really happy though it, it gets kind of weird sometimes like it did a vampire lecture a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and i always asked them like i always like starting off the class by naming films of the genre that we're looking at or the trope and one of them raised their hands and it's like i'm gonna name your favorite one and it's fright night and
1: there was like wow. 10 seconds where
0: i just stared at him like yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was know like, you're... oh, wait, you listen to my podcast? And he's like, yeah, I love it. And I was Aww. like, oh.
1: Thank you. Not creepy you. after all. Yeah, not creepy. No, definitely. Um, get Know as much about us as you possibly can. <laughs> locate us on Google Maps. Right. Just
0: and out. another thing I do want to give a shout out to is actually something that I've learned about more recently that hopefully Clinton and I will go to very soon. And that is Beyond Video mm-hmm. in Baltimore. So Clinton and I... You know, we're always trying to find really cool things in the DMV area that is related to film, especially foreign film, genre film. And over the last couple of months, I've been getting more Twitter aware, Mm -hmm. I guess.
1: Twitter awareness and
0: following people. And one of my great follows has been this amazing Twitter account called Eric Allen Hatch. He is Dan Deacon's creative director, something like that, I think, but. Honestly, he he just has the best Twitter account where he just makes memes about highbrow genre films most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just started that following him.
1: Gemstone uh, literally all uncut my gems, uncut gems memes. memes came from. Yeah,
0: but he does, you know, parasites memes and 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 you know like following other meme accounts too. I I actually love memes, mm-hmm. but most of the content I love is never memed, so the fact that oh, there's so like he got, he this gotcha. hyper niche out here, yeah, making possession memes mm-hmm, and things like that. That's for you. It's yep. literally my <laughs> that's thing. For you. Anyway, but uh, recently. He has been promoting his video store that he co-owns up uh-huh. in Baltimore, which
1: is a nonprofit. It I is believe. a
0: nonprofit. Yeah, it is run through all volunteers. All of their donations are, uh, all of their donations are donated. Wow, it, it's incredible though. They he says and that they you have can, like
1: rent videos. Yeah, yeah, rent
0: and you can buy as well. I think okay. Um, I mean, we, we don't know. We haven't been there yet. I want to go very soon.
1: Okay, and let's do it. Field so check. a
0: shout out to, I mean, we don't know each other, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, now the creepiness is reversed. Now yeah, you're Yeah, now the creeper. creepiness
0: is reversed. Hi. No. Uh, so definitely if you're in the DMV area, go check out Beyond Video because honestly, one of the only things I wish DC film culture would take more initiative with is building more of ref- of a video film. Mm-hmm. I think I just repeated myself twice, but yeah. I think a place like beyond video is so great to have, especially in the age of streaming. I am pro streaming. I, I think streaming does a lot of great things, but for example, memories of a murder was actually very difficult.
1: It's almost impossible to, to find watch in the United States, unless you know, yeah. A gal who knows
0: yeah. a guy or gal. Exactly. And the whole reason is because of distribution rights. And now after Parasite, uh-huh. they're going to be re-releasing it on Criterion. Criterion which is which a big is deal. Yeah, no, that's I great. I don't know what it means. No, it's But a- <laughs> from
1: the tone of other people who are smarter than me, I can tell.
0: No, it's a, it's a big deal. It, it is a very big deal. But at the same time, as happy as I am for it, mm-hmm. I also feel like... The streaming era is putting up unnecessary roadblocks to finding films. And I I get run into this problem with my own classes. For example, even assigning them Let the Right One In, when I first did my syllabus just last month, I was able to find a free way for them. Uh And then when they were to watch it just last week, Mm -hmm. that method had already changed because yeah. the distribution uh, option expired and now is being Not sold yet. to someone Pay else,
1: somebody else. And,
0: and it's messed up it's messed up because even it's for example with memories of a murder you and i were ready to throw down 20 or 30 bucks on a copy of it i
1: was ready to throw down Six dollars,
0: <laughs> but I for, was re- for
1: a twenty-four hour rental.
0: I was happy to lot. no, yeah, I was happy to buy a copy. But, but we could right now. I can't buy a copy. Yeah, right now no hell? one can buy a what copy a, legally. What a
1: failure of capitalism.
0: No, I know. I mean, I mean, I know it's kind of a joke, but it's also just the truth. So, long story short, Beyond Video, you're doing an incredible thing. I am really stoked to go check out the selection we gotta check it out. and um maybe even do a special pod about it because mm. I think there's so many (laughs) there's so many opportunities to make dc more of a film society than it is right now and Mm. there are places doing the lord's work like avalon and sun cinema that's great but it shouldn't just be restricted to that Mm -hmm. and um, you
1: actually have a theater near your place Cinema Uh, Arts. yeah which i think is the worst name but they have they're showing parasite and they have it up on the what do you call the thing up in the front do they? And, but it says Parasite rated PG. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think... Correct. I actually don't
0: even know what Parasite... This is also... MPAA is just like so irrelevant now. Um, that's so funny though. Yeah. I wonder if that is true. That can't be I mean, true.
1: I, I almost took a picture of it, but I was too busy trying to dodge in and out of cars and <laughs> get into a parking spot. Yeah.
0: No, I mean... I'm not about to say DC lacks culture. It doesn't, it's not that case, but especially, you know, I have tried to get in contact with the embassies out here Mm -hmm. and you are my witness. They don't really, every single time I tell them about, Hey, it would be a great idea to have like a genre night. You know, I have a list of films that are like, Hmm, are you the filmmaker of these films though? Or things like that. And it's just like, you know, support, (laughs) support places like beyond video. Yeah, it's yeah. up in Baltimore. I want to give a shout out to them. And yeah, I think and
1: maybe they got some good Bong June Ho videos. Uh mm-hmm.
0: Eric, the Perhaps. reason why is actually Oscar Night. Eric said that he was donating his copy for, of Memories of a Murder. Now that so it was being re- re- yeah, now wow. that it was being rude. Wow. So actually
1: <laughs> That is a hot find. If
0: yeah, if y'all want to go check out Memories of a Murder legally, go to Beyond Video in Baltimore. It is an incredible. And the outside is beautiful. It's a Twin Peaks yeah. spiral color. Yeah. And so really stoked to check it out.
1: I've got a quick question for you. Okay. Can you name three movies from Bong Joon-ho, three movies that had chemical sprays in them?
0: Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned this, though, because I actually saw Thirst last night <laughs> and there was a chemical spray in that. Mm. Um,
1: that doesn't count.
0: It obviously, it's a different filmmaker. Um, it's The Host.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, man. This is the worst part to have, like, silence, <laughs> right? The, um,
1: this is all funny. games. Memories
0: of a Murder, I think. And, oh, snow Pier- Snowpiercer for sure. I'm sorry. No, I revise. The Host, Akia Memory. No, The Host, Akia Snowpiercer.
1: When is there a chemical spray in Akia?
0: I thought they drugged Akia, but I could be. I've only so Akia is actually one of my favorites, but the trauma of
1: oh really? <laughs> Let me give you my theory. Host, yeah, parasite.
0: Where is remember chemicals?
1: they're in the basement and there's like this chemical, and their basement like fills with the gas like that people outside are spraying how
0: funny i just like rewatched. watched parasite i've seen that too. so
1: many times i too. know and I know. then barking dogs there's a scene where he's walking he's looking for a dog walking a oh, dog right. and there's a bunch of i uh, do and i and i got a little secret fact for you what bong in college was into protest movements i yeah. think and he was sprayed with tear gas.
0: Oh wow That's
1: uh, so what it says on the wiki
0: I actually have a fun fact about Barking Dogs too. His dad hates it because his dad is a professor And he thought that it was one of the worst depictions of professors Oh in the world.
1: my god that's funny
0: <laughs> Yeah um, But we'll save those fun facts I think. Well I got first, more I got <laughs> I'm stoked Alright first I have edited together this little kind of conglomeration of, st- of Bong's movies And then we'll just get right into it 저 슈퍼를 다시 갔다 오라고.
1: 그럼 내가 가리?
0: 얼마 전에도 어떤 아저씨가 여기서 이 구멍 속 들여다보고 있었는데. 이번에 다리 열 개거든요. 예? 아저씨. 이번에 다리 열 개거든요. 한번 세보세요 보세요. 아머지에서 맞아. 맞아. 엄마,
1: do you go 줄 What? i 뭔데?
0: From a very young
1: age, Mr. Bowman's love of locomotives was a parent. My i early dreams were realized when he founded his transportation empire, the Wilford Industries. But his greatest dream was to construct a luxury locomotive cruise line, connecting railways of the entire world into one.
0: A circular railway that extends for 438,000 kilometers, and completes one circle every year. In previous, the, the street cold, the Arctic, and the scorching heat of the African desert, Wilford's medical train is self-sustaining and possesses the most sophisticated design and advanced technology known. she is truly exceptional all right so let's just start from the beginning we have barking dogs never bite and memories of a murder and the host those are his first three films
1: three yeah
0: yeah which was your favorite of those three
1: well the host spoiler alert the host is my favorite of all
0: the host is my favorite of all of them too yeah yeah for sure um yeah. Okay. I'm okay. surprised only because if you all remember, if you're a Horace Beria fan, Clinton's favorite type of films are It. The
1: horror whodunit.
0: And I don't think there is a better It than Memories of a Murder.
1: Okay. Now we're. I think it's to... Memories of Murder, not Memories, memories of, murder. of a Murder. I'm yeah. sorry. Is this is? Are we just going all in on spoilers? How are we doing? On yeah.
0: Spoilers? No. I'm. If you're watching this, you sh- I. Always tell my students, spoilers shouldn't ruin a movie experience okay. for you. I, I feel, yes. It's All right, just... <laughs> so let's
1: just do it. So Memories of Murder, I knew before I watched it that it was based on a serial killer in South Korea. So I knew it was based on a real thing.
0: Did you know it was unsolved? And I knew it
1: was unsolved. Yeah, I knew so that too. So I went in thinking, okay, I, this this is going to be an unsolved thing. But then... I watched half of it, and I texted you, and you said, "Oh, you know, it's a Who Done It," and I was like, "Oh, really?" I was thinking may- maybe he chooses because actually to to make the yeah. the person that they find Indiana. yeah because
0: it's loosely based. It's oh, it's loosely. It's like seventy five percent accurate, but okay. he did take liberties. Mm-hmm. So
1: I, it was actually a fascinating way to watch it because it went from me feeling like I knew where it was going. To to then not being sure and then being surprised at the end,
0: and yeah, I so that I think, I actually think Memories of Murder though has my favorite final shot of all of his films. Do you remember you the final me? shot?
1: Well, I remember thinking th- that a shot before that shot I really liked when he's got the guy in handcuffs and he's oh, away. that's a
0: different scene entirely. Right, right, yeah. and actually
1: kind of wanted that to be the last shot. Yeah. But then what was the last shot?
0: The last shot was af- I think it was 10 or 5 years later. Song Kang-ho's oh, yes. character goes back to the very, very first murder scene. Mm-hmm. And so one, a beautiful uh, example of parallelism in Bong Jun hos movies, which he does a lot. But the very, very, very final shot uh, like a little girl comes up and says, Yeah, there was this guy that came by a couple months ago and he was looking at that spot like you. And I asked him, Why was he looking? And he's like, oh, I'm just remembering something that I did here once really fondly. And then the shot is Song Kang Ho reacts to her, then I think looks back into the tunnel, mm-hmm. then looks directly into the camera. Uh-huh. And that's how the movie ends with and, and he's him like, kind of breaking he's the fourth like, wall. Can
1: you... Describe them, and she was like, "He was he really like regular. Normal- yeah. He was ordinary." And yeah, that, yeah, that was very that was good stunning. Way to- I think that a couple things the the fact that he based a movie on a serial killer who was at the time unsolved it was a it was still funny, but it wasn't yeah. disrespectful. I didn't think no, not at all. There were certain things I didn't think needed to happen, but really, yeah, well, just like. Yeah, some graphic stuff that really, he I'm surprised.
0: I didn't think it was that bad.
1: Uh, well, a couple of scenes, but um, but the fact that he could have humor and be respectful and not elevate the murderer as some sort of evil genius, no, it really... I don't think anyone else has, has been able to do that.
0: No, honest. So, I, I think the one we're, we're going to talk about the host because the host is obviously you know up there, but. Doing this and doing the research behind this, I think Memories of Murder is the one that I had the most fun, if I could describe it as such. Just watching it and and seeping into it for a couple of reasons. One, I want to remind people that Zodiac was made four years after this movie. And after I watched Memories of Murder, I was like, did David Fincher write bong a thank you note? Because it felt like... The, and I love Zodiac Zodiac is, Zodiac is actually my favorite fincher film. Uh-huh. And it just felt kind of weird watching Memories of Murder knowing that Zodiac was a couple years after. Mm. They 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 both parallel each other a lot, but Memories of Murder is 10 times better yeah. than almost any other unsolved kind of weirdish film because it really is about everything but the murder and another thing that actually surprised me is you know i'm a song kong ho stan i am a stan song Kang ho is uh the actor that bong uses i mean he's oh, a he, hyper yes. famous
1: yeah now he so he's like the he's he's the like the guy for parasite yeah
0: right yeah but i mean song kong ho it's not just bong you know he's in A bunch of really famous Korean films he's one of the national icons but a lot of that was because he started off his career working with these cult filmmakers like Park Chan-wook and Bong Joon-ho to really dig into these meaty roles and again in Memories of Murder he is yet another character that is completely different to most other archetypes that we've seen him in but so walking into that I knew that I was looking forward to that performance but he actually wasn't my favorite performance in this film. My Was favorite, it the, yeah, the soul cop. Yeah. Oh, he's more my likable
1: too because he's got a little bit more.
0: I wouldn't even say more likable because I think song is funnier in it. Yeah, and and but he did. But song is playing a dummy. You know. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I, you not know, when the, when the soul cop comes. I think on, his name is So. You're like oh yeah thank goodness there's a no, serious I mean, person on the on the but on so
0: the acted that role and i immediately checked to see if i had seen him in anything else and i haven't seen any of his other films and it yeah. seems like such a that actor just slayed that i actually the the scene that we're talking about where they have the guy that they thought was the guy uh-huh. and it's not yeah. the guy that
1: whole which is part. also a lot of the movie but yeah. the end, at the end the very, the, the last very end yeah, yeah the second to
0: last scene the one they were yeah. talking about i started crying for so because so so badly yeah. wanted him there and um memories man it was one that just as you said we knew every beat of that film we knew that everything was going to be a false start mm-hmm. we knew that they weren't going to find him and even knowing all of that, just watching that film was so impactful and so, in a weird way, beautiful. It was It was I've a never, sad film.
1: Yeah, I never really related to, oh, usually in a whodunit, the detective gets it at, at the end. I've never really wanted to relate to a detective who couldn't get it. But by the end of this film, I was like, oh, man. It must really, really suck to not be able to figure out a murder like that one. And it was that story itself, I wouldn't necessarily think is a good story or like, who cares? But watching it, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That's really...
0: Especially because those types of films are very much about the plot. And it's not, obviously the plot's important in Mm -hmm. in memories, but... It's all about the way that it affected everything. I mean, that's why you have the archetype of the city cop. That's why you have the archetype of this country idiot, and and then uh, I think Kong Wu is his detective, which who is arguably stupider than oh Song. the guy
1: who's super violent.
0: Yeah, the dude that gets the, his leg amputated. Yes. Yeah, he was arguably even stupider. Oh,
1: he was. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing. I found well, which isn't like a novel observation, but that Bong loves a stupid character. Oh yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> mul- you, some, most of the time, multiple stupid characters, and I, think, I almost
0: feel like, and I mean this in a respectful yeah. way, it's almost like a self-insert because he's obviously not yeah. an idiot, yeah. but it's clear that he loves, he has like such a fondness for it, and you have to wonder, dude, is it you or is yes. it is it you like your brother? <laughs> And and he handles it so
1: sincerely, which is so why earnestly. I, yeah, it reminds well, it reminds me a little bit, and this is not a dig, but of like Dumb and Dumber. No, I it's Dumb and yeah. Dumber. Yeah. Um. But it but there was like a sincerity there, and similarly in Dumb and Dumber, those guys are coming from like poverty. Yeah. And all of Bong's or most of Bong's characters, yeah, absolutely, come from that. Yeah. Same, he's definitely low, lower middle class or poor or. Yeah, and and, and yet they're not idiots completely. Yeah. They have more no sides to them. Yeah.
0: No, oftentimes they have more of a moral ground. I actually weirdly, if I have to like compare all of Song's roles in Bong's movies, I think probably Memories is his least likable role per se Uh and and that's just you know it like that's not
1: even that much exactly exactly
0: but even then you still feel all of the emotional range of that character and 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 that's something that i think of these uh, early films memories was the one that would have been trickiest to get and it's it's one of the greatest i think and uh and seriously david fincher you owe a thank you, you <laughs> to bong because uh it it was just one of those excellent you i mean we saw it way after the fact and and yeah. it was amazing
1: um memories was the last bong movie that i watched oh how funny and i thought i knew what it was about right and so i said okay this must be the movie where there's no dumb characters. This must be the movie where he's taking it serious, <laughs> well, you know? Just for context, but then I read the wiki and I was like, "Oh my god, another one!" But and yet he yeah. does it; he pulls it off.
0: No, yeah. Um, and for context, this was Bong's first hit. So, Barking Dogs was made with the help of the South Korean uh, Film Society, but it wasn't like this runaway hit. Bay Donna. No, is it Bay Donna? That sounds right. Yes, Bay Donna, who is the female lead in uh, Barking Dogs Never Bite, would later go on to be the sister and The Host. But otherwise, all of those actors, like, they, they, they weren't hyper famous. Like, even Song, by the time Memories had come out, was starting to get more recognition. And, 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 and Memories was definitely a bigger budget and a much larger scope Uh and story. I mean, it was a national, you know, it was Korea's Zodiac killer. Everyone knew about it. Um, and it was a really big hit for him. Mm -hmm. And so before we kind of transition into what memories being a hit meant for Bong, let's talk just a little bit about Barking Dogs. Yes. So, Tell me, what did you... So, especially in the context, you know, this is a debut film. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you think?
1: I think it's really ballsy to, like I said before, make your first movie, your breakout movie, your coming... Here I am. Here's what I can do about a guy who kills a dog. And then will he kill other dogs? And he's really not likable in really obvious ways. Did yeah, you it was a think he was
0: likable by the end?
1: It's a huge flex for a director to to do that. Yeah. Um,
0: did you like it?
1: I did, but you know, it's funny. I've I have one question a... about the ending. I don't know if if the woman knows. I read the wiki and they say the woman knows that he killed her dog. Right. And she like accepts it. But when I watched it, I wasn't clear about that. Yeah. I thought it was more ambiguous and I actually like it more ambiguous. I think so too. It's a little easier for me to swallow. Yeah. Um but as it's funny, I watched this and I forgot it pretty quickly afterwards.
0: Yeah, I actually have a very similar experience. I think that it's and and I actually think a lot of people feel this way about that film because even in a lot of these retrospectives i've been reading lately it's never talked about in depth whereas literally every single one of his films from memory to mother and and i think mother is probably the only other one that i think is not as successful as all the rest of them there's still a lot of like in-depth uh talks and, and and research done into it but barking seems to be like and and i think this is great i think it's a perfect way to see that your debut film doesn't have to be your thesis statement i think it was it, it was definitely a bong film mm-hmm. definitely yeah. funny definitely dark yeah. uh a genre film as well you can kind of argue the different it a thriller? What tri- was it? yeah it's kind of like a thriller it's obviously perverse and i mean killing dogs and things like that it's on shutter is it yeah wow it's on shutter there was
1: a dog throwing dog chucking scene and i was curious if they really chucked no they didn't did did
0: you not get the disclaimer i did
1: but when i saw the footage i was like that looks pretty real
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i don't know and it's all it's almost one of those things that where i kind of don't even care to know (laughs) in a way but Does begin to show you the flex of his voice. And I liked it for that. Would I ever watch or even recommend it? I don't think so. Because I don't even think it's that relevant to the rest of his filmography. But I will say that there is obviously also a lot of subtext going on that's very Korean that I can also admit that I may not understand. Mm -hmm. And I really like it for that, actually. And so... I, I do think that this is one of those films that is like oh yeah this is his first film, and I think it's it, I think it's actually insane to go from Barking Dogs to Memories of a Murder in three years, and you have to think that's actually less than three years because it was released in two thousand, mm-hmm. but then you have to go into production, mm-hmm. pr- you know, shooting yeah. it, releasing it. So, I do think it
1: it shows one of his one of the what I would say is like the trademark bong uh thing which is he started in this movie with uh levels of poverty so in most other films it's like you have a poor person and a rich person but in bong's films a lot of times he does like a lower class person and then a poor person and then a poorer person like the straight up homeless living in the clothes the, it's know. almost
0: Parasite. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. In fact, one of my questions was, can you name three films from Bong where there's a guy living in a basement? A, perso- a oh, person a yeah. person living in a basement.
0: Parasite, Barking.
1: What's the third? The
0: third's a little bit of a trick. Memories? No?
1: You're going to hate me when I say it. Go. Oh. Snowpiercer. Yeah. The okay. kid living in the box. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was a train.
1: (laughs) That's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. The levels of poverty, I think, is so smart and real. Yeah. For sure. And again, treats the entire, treats everybody with more sincerity and is a more realistic version of poverty.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then, okay, so then Barking, you know, did his thing. Uh Uh-huh then he did memories and the memories was a hit and so as a result of memories being a hit there were some production companies that were saying okay well what do you want to do next and bong was like i want to make a monster film and his team hated that answer Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. korean monster films were aren't a thing they're they're not really a thing monster films weren't popular in korea and he was about to get some really famous korean actors in this next one and they were like please make anything but a monster movie and he was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna make it yeah and the host ended up being the most popular south korean film at the time wow insane
1: Yeah, it's good it's worth it it's yeah good yeah um D- you didn't rewatch the host, did you? I uh, yeah, I've seen it twice. Oh, okay, At least twice. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> With all the Bond movies, uh, they oh, uh, you know, they they go out of my sweet spot for time. My sweet spot's ninety minutes. Most of his are oh, over yeah. two hours, just a oh, bit yeah. over two hours for sure. So the host is one of those where there's just a little too much in it for me, but I like everything that's in it. And yeah, it's one of my why is monsters.
0: it you're especially seeing all of these and still. Thinking the host is well question do you think the host is his best film
1: uh you know that's too subjective i guess for me i I don't know yeah
0: do you think it's it's just your favorite
1: because it was the first you watch of his that could also be yeah
0: it it is the first i watched of his too
1: it made me think a little bit and this is not a dig but it made me think a little bit of like wes anderson where the first Wes Anderson movie I saw, I was...
0: Are you a Wes Anderson fan?
1: No. But the first one I saw was I mean, Rushmore, the only one of his I I'd like is the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, really? See, I saw Rushmore first. I've never seen Rushmore. that was my... I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> I cannot wait to see what he does. And then he did the same thing. And then he did the same thing. And he did the same thing. So Bong does isn't quite... He's still exciting to watch, I think. I don't really. I don't, I don't think find Wes any of his
0: movies are samey, though.
1: Well, they kind of got a lot. They have so many of the same elements.
0: They have the same themes, but yeah. you—they're not even storyboarded the same way. Whereas Wes Anderson films, I—I I swear the dude storyboard—he just recycles storyboards. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe *Host* is my favorite because I saw it first, but it's also maybe the silliest.
0: Um. Yeah, maybe it's be. about a big squid
1: monster who's running around and not a serial killer, not a guy who kills dogs. You not don't a think Snow?
0: I, I guess I would say Snow Pierce is silly, but I guess mm, it's not supposed it's to be dark. silly. I mean, the host is very dark. Yeah, the daughter dies.
1: I mean, sure, the dad dies too. I think
0: the dad dies as a result of the son being an super idiot.
1: Super sad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the and And maybe I'm too close to the host mm-hmm. to gauge it. Like I if I were to give song an award it would have been for the host cuz I think he does just yeah. way too much in a genre film that is just too excellent. Right. And that
1: nobody else is touched. And
0: that's why I it's the only film that I teach in every single one of my classes that is just on its own as its own thing to look at as its own metaphor. I just think you know it has politics, it has family dynamics, it has has so much going on, and I—I I never really have a problem with the runtime or anything. Yeah. I just the I, ending
1: too. Oh, so good. Yeah, no, so I,
0: good. And that is why i would say it's my favorite i the thing funny part about watching parasite so many times accidentally each time too is how many times have you seen it three i've seen it three what times was the third
1: time because i saw the it with first time, the second
0: time i saw it with matt and mandy uh-huh. the second time was with you because i yeah. wanted to see it with you and the third time was actually oscar weekend uh i had a friend that wanted to see it and i was yeah. like fine <laughs> so yeah it was like wow i'm impressed yeah i um I still think the host might be his best, but I can definitely see why Parasite was the one that took off because Parasite almost feels like the one that is just like streamlined into such consistency that it's almost hard to find a flaw with it. A lot of the reason why I didn't hyper-love Parasite the first time, is I was like, wow, this is pretty polished. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, you know, yeah. it hits all the notes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I like being surprised by his films. And I feel like The Host surprised me. Memories surprised me. And if you Akia, haven't seen
1: the Bong movie before then parasite probably surprised you because you know Yeah, I mean I I, but I I feel like that's
0: the only and this is kind of when we get into discussing why we think now was his time. I think a couple of things. One, Bong has been building up goodwill I, I guess if Absolutely. you want to call it that. In yeah. Hollywood for years and years, he loves movies. He's friends with, he's been friends with Marty. Uh-huh. He's friends with Quentin. I mean, honestly, you know, we talked about this last pod. I'm not huge on Quentin, but Quentin did big up Park and Bong for years and years and years. Within um,
1: the community? Yeah, within the community. Yeah. Like
0: uh, Quentin is known for doing like these uh, countdowns of his favorite films, especially back in 2000, 2009. Uh-huh. I feel like. In that era before social media was such a really big thing, people really paid attention to things like that. And that's how people found out about international films. And Quentin's a large reason that uh, Bong's films were able to be even considered cult. Because as we know, because of this podcast, it wasn't until 2001 that a Korean film was screened in a United States theater. And that was A Tale of Two Sisters. So, you know, it's definitely kind of like a, a new media kind of thing. Um, I forgot where I was running with that. Oh, okay. The reason why I think Parasite was the one that took off. I do think that be unless you were kind of in that cult community or like a really big film nerd, you can walk into Parasite and be like, oh my god, I've never seen a movie like this before. Whereas people like me that have watched all of Bong's films that are very familiar, because he's a very Korean filmmaker. So A lot of his humor, you see repeated in a lot of Korean films. Okay. Right. Um, One of my main problems with Parasite when I first watched it is I was like, I could have almost predicted it, you know? And it's funny seeing now the locals catch Uh up on Parasite. They're like, I never thought anything of that happened was going to happen. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like. You learn his language, and maybe that's something you even experienced watching memories or watching barking dogs. You were like, oh, "Okay, yeah, this is this is the bong time."
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if bong so much as has a house in the movie, and there, I'm, gonna, I'm going to assume there is a man living in the basement. I'm going to assume, you know, some yeah. other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Totally. Yeah. Same. I. I don't. I think going to the reason why Parasite won now, just like you said, he's built up so much goodwill. And I think the story of poverty and capitalism and that uh, the left behind people and the struggle and how it p- pits us against each other is like the story of the moment. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I do agree with that as well. I do think that, the fact that there have been so many global social and economic pressures, and this film just seemed to touch on it. A lot of it is just like right place, right time, little competition. You know, it, it, it would be that, interesting so? to see. I mean, and over the last year, yeah, I, mean, I, you I had think once so. Once
1: upon a time in Hollywood, right? You had the Quentin, you had I don't, the World War II movie. Not good, not yeah, had, yeah, yeah, no,
0: those there, were, there those, were other
1: things that could have taken that could him, have
0: know? but they weren't as good yeah. as just one solidly made because even though one i don't like solidly
1: made bong movie.
0: exactly yeah. exactly because even his i think even arguably mother mm-hmm. you know i think is better than once upon like i love mother and we'll yeah. and we'll begin to transition but what okay. i'm saying is that even bong's middling hits are going to be better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. they're going to and, and I want to say I know 1917 is obviously a technical marvel mm-hmm. they but did it in one shot. technical <laughs> technical marvel does not mean you make a good movie okay. and and, yeah. and and I feel like obviously it's something that Hollywood is obsessed with they love you know the bells and whistles they love stories about themselves yes. but making a film with the subtext and finesse that people like Bong, Joon, Bong Joon-ho, Park Chan-wook, um, even, you know, looking outside of Korea, Celine Siyama with uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire that was released this weekend that also a lot of people felt like got snubbed. Even if we're looking at American films, Uncut Gems, Hustlers, you know, uh, The Farewell. You know, these were films that were made very well with a lot of subtext but didn't really seem to take off um and and yeah so yeah i mean good for bong yeah (laughs) but i guess let's begin to transition so
1: did we do the first three we did barking we did barking host yeah and and so this is
0: those were the host, that was the third one. What was the second one? Barking the second one, Memories. Memories host, okay, right. got it. So the host made him an icon. The host uh, was screened in America. It it, it did well. It, it Actually, this week I've assigned an, a reading to my kids on the host's box office success. Um, it's a really good reading. It's by Nikki Lee. And she breaks down how the globalization of... Uh, the host's uh, domestic and global box office just made it this, no pun intended, monster hit. So it's funny, you know, after you think of memories and the host, you think that he's going to make just keep getting bigger. His next film is 2009. Where's his mother? Mother, which is one I think of his smallest films. It's, I think if it, I had to rank them, it felt like the smallest one.
1: Yeah, and... If you just saw these movies and then tried to order them and when they were made, you definitely would I not I never would have. In yeah. fact, Memories and Mother to Me are are so similar that oh, I would yeah. put they could almost be like bon boom, boom, one one of them the other. I think
0: they're the darkest for sure.
1: Yeah, they're both kind of murder mystery. If anything, I think
0: things. Mother I would argue and and I would happy to argue this with anyone. I think Mother might be his darkest.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's
0: also the most singular in a way. And maybe that's why it's the darkest. Mean by singular? It's really just about a woman and her. But it's all about how she deals with it. I mean, arguably, you don't really see the son as much as you do the mom. Really? I don't know. I yeah, like I it think was like a 20, a I would say it's like a 30 70 yeah. split. Hmm. I mean, arguably, he's locked up most of the time.
1: Yeah, but there's isn't there a lot of flashback in and
0: there's not that many flashbacks in the
1: rain and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's so. on her own. <laughs> All right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I did like. I really liked Mother, though.
0: I love Mother. Yeah. I, I I actually feel like he. If if I were to have given him, I would have given him an Oscar for, for Mother. Mother.
1: Yeah.
0: Just because. Really cool ending. Whew. Just the whole story. is it's actually kind of nuts. Yeah. Especially because I. Probably knew the least about Mother Mm -hmm. going in.
1: I actually thought Mother was memories when I watched it. (laughs) And so I was really screwed up for most of it. Which made it more interesting when I realized (laughs) I wasn't watching the movie I thought it was watching. No,
0: yeah. I didn't... I actually saw Mother later. I saw it actually in New York. I saw it at the Lincoln Center. And with Mother... Like
1: a real film person.
0: And I... Knew that it was going to be a character study, but I didn't really know how or why. And I'm so glad because I think everyone just needs to go into mother blindly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's just, I still can't tell if like it's happy or sad. I just like, I feel everything watching it. Yeah. And it's just incredible.
1: Yeah. Again, it's a movie unlike any other movie. Right. In, and in the way the whole package turns out.
0: Yeah. And um and then as we're talking, comparing, contrasting, he went from this giant, huge monster movie to very back
1: to Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a small story. Very small, and and this time I we haven't had a character study yet in his and, filmography. And who's
1: yeah? And if you make a big smash hit, yeah, then you're like, well, now I'm gonna make a character
0: study. Yeah, like, and some fun facts for you. Yeah, the I don't know her name. I'm sorry, but the actress that the plays play mother. the mother, she's apparently like Korea's national mother. She's really? I I think. From
1: other movies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
0: always viewed as this maternal, hyper-loving, benevolent figure. And so I read some interviews with Bong circa this era. And they were like, were you intimidated giving her such a dark role? And he was like, that's why I wrote it. Like, this film's not about my mom. My mom's not like this. We don't have a relationship like this. I wanted to really explore the archetype of that actress's persona to this story about a mother and her son. And my God, I mean, me not even knowing who this actress was, you could, it was played so well and so many different layers, right? Yeah. You always expect a moral parable out of films in a way, especially Western films. Mm -hmm. And in, in mother, there is no moral parable. I feel.
1: I think, I think you could make one, you know, but you kind of have to make it. Uh, to me, what it what I find so fascinating is this idea that as in this case as a mother, you can so sincerely authentically try to protect and try to defend this person that you love and you are taking all these actions for them and which are all morally righteous and still find yourself on the wrong side. That to Absolutely. me was is something that you don't hear, and a
0: lot. actually, but it's funny when you watch that film, you're not too sure. You do spend you're most of the film, sure. yeah. You're yeah. never sure.
1: In fact, you're kind of sure that you know who it is, or that it's not right. Exactly, exactly.
0: But the thing is, you experience it with her. Yeah. You do, and once things begin to fall apart you realize, oh, right. It's, it's never about the murder. It's another murder. It's never about the murder. It's all about what's going to happen to her. What's going to happen to her with all of these? Because it's Nuggets of information that she gets. It kind of does start off as a whodunit, you know, where it's like, oh, she needs to go track these. But then I think about even a third or a halfway in, I think probably the scene for me where I realized things were going to pivot Uh in intention was when she gets the lawyer to visit her son. And, like, her son has, like, a breakdown or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, her son's, like, has many breakdowns throughout yeah. the film.
1: Her son now, did the son bother you at all as far as being unrealistically?
0: I have fun fact for that. Okay.
1: So and I was going to say, unrealistically kind of mentally challenged.
0: So, I...
1: <laughs> like, to the point of being stupid. <laughs>
0: I love that you have this question because I actually kind of have a justification okay. in a way. So, Korea's national mother, right? Uh-huh. The son is apparently like this Korean heartthrob. No That's no, Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Bond didn't want to cast him. Yeah. Because he was like, I knew what his public persona was. I didn't think he was right for the character. Uh-huh. But my producer was really pushing me into it. And so we met in a very casual setting. We, we were just having drinks. And just talking to this person for the first five minutes i realized oh wait this is my character Wow! so
1: that's kind he, of a awesome, almost a death, right?
0: yeah <laughs> so he actually he modified the character to fit more into the actor's huh. natural persona which apparently isn't The same as his public persona, Mm -hmm. but, and this is something that I'm finding Bong loves to do. Bong loves to be like, hey, I'm going to show you who this person really is. So I think maybe the awkwardness that you feel is that that actor is not a good actor. (laughs) Okay. That's a, yeah. Apparently, uh, Asian uh, audiences Really thought that the actor didn't do well, oh. whereas Bong says that he loves that performance because really? he felt like the actor wasn't acting.
1: Oh <laughs> man, I love it! Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it comes across as a little forced, gumpy, and yet I still liked it.
0: I mean, you never, it's I never doubt, I never doubt the sequence of actions and yeah. and the surprise that we yeah. get at the end. We yeah. we know what happened. And I thought that perhaps it wouldn't be believable, but oh my God, it's totally believable. And it's believable believable because you get nuggets of information throughout, because we know that it happened because there was a trigger
1: and the trigger had been
0: woven in since the beginning. And that is again, kind of another very, uh, bongy thing where there's like this kind of innocuous thing that that happens throughout the film that you're like, oh, right, they like Twizzlers. Okay, who cares? Yeah. And then in the final, like, five minutes, you realize they get strangled with a Twizzler Uh or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Right. It's just,
1: it's magnificent. And the way he ends these movies, I am really good at getting angry at movies. Right. If they, at whodunits, especially, if it's somebody that it just is like, I feel cheated as the audience. Right. But Bong manages to, do these twists and I don't feel cheated at the end. I, f- absolutely. I feel like I've been given a better experience than if he just was clever,
0: which I guess right. is a
1: lot of whodunits. It's just like an exercise in cleverness.
0: Right. Absolutely. For yeah. sure. And so that was mother, mother. which yeah, I, I think so. One the next faves. three, the next three is 2009 mother, mm-hmm. 2013, snow piercer and then 2016 akia can we get the year on akia
1: akia okay that sounds right i'll check it out
0: so while he's checking um it's still important to recognize that because 2009 he kind of goes back to a small film and we and mother did well but it wasn't like the smash hit that i think well, I'm not even sure if Bong really intended it to be a smash hit. He shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone did. But it's interesting that right after Mother, maybe we might have expected him to go back to making smaller films. But then this is where he has his first official flirtation mm. with America. He gets two multi-million dollar films back to back. He gets Snowpiercer and Akia. Both, uh, Snowpiercer is actually made with the Weinstein Company. Uh so technically actually an American production with South Korean uh financiers as well. Hmm. And then Akia, Akia which was also oh 2017. Thank According
1: you. According to
0: Google. I, I think that's true because mm-hmm. it came out after after <laughs> came out after Rogue One.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> that's nerd how alert. I remember. Nerd alert. Uh get off this horror podcast, you nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, just so snow piercer snow piercer actually was the first bong movie you saw wasn't it
1: oh you're right caught me in another lie
0: <laughs> it's okay though
1: because yeah that's probably most americans most first. yeah
0: because who stars in it
1: yeah exactly uh, oh, i evans. mean a lot of people
0: i mean we have tilda swinton, tilda swinton. we have chris evans who's
1: great tilda swinton yeah. fits but you yeah. know who else likes tilda swinton wes anderson
0: you know it's really funny i we're I, I don't let me derail this too okay, much. So, okay. So five minutes most on this okay. topic. I started watching what we do in the shadow series. Or actually, I already uh-huh. finished it. Okay. It's fucking great. Yeah. I was so shocked because yeah. I'm never really a fan of when things are expanded. And we're gonna rant about the Snow Piercer series and the Parasite series today. But I'm just I'm I'm not really a fan. Like uh-huh. I, I don't feel like there's really you didn't feel
1: like it needed to be a TV show
0: well in general i'm never really a huge fan when there's like this hit movie yeah and then they're like i know what it'll make sense we're a gonna make TV a tv show. series yeah. like yeah. it didn't work for snowpiercer did they make a tv series they fucking did and they canceled it after like i think three episodes huh they're yeah. just like more wacky times on it the was train. just like why
1: <laughs> yeah like why yeah, no one was like i want to spend more time on that train <laughs>
0: Except for, I think it was ABC or no, I'm sorry, it was NBC. I remember wow. David Diggs starred in it, which David was oh, okay. uh, Lafayette from Hamilton. Ooh, who, oh, I thought you were going to
1: say True Blood. Sorry. No, I love him. Oh, uh, Divi- oh sorry, sorry to scream the microphone. David Diggs, I also love him. Yeah, he was Love Blind, His Music, Blind Spotting, which is one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Absolutely, Blind Spotting. Um, he wrote, he did a really great album last year, actually really? based on Ganjan Hess. Yeah.
1: No.
0: hmm Yeah. It's the an amazing... whole album
1: is based on Ganja and Hess? Or one song?
0: It's the whole concept was based on Ganja and Hess and then what it the... explores different themes related. I mean, we've talked about Ganja and Hess before. Ganja and Hess explores African American identity through the metaphor of vampirism and drug addiction. So the songs are all very thematically tied to that. But the album title is directly from Ganja and Hess as well as some of its concepts. Wow. Um, so we do love David Diggs here. So no shade this to David Dix, Diggs super but fantastic. he did not need to be in that. Se- I mean, no one needed to be in that series. I mean, it was a stupid idea, and it was canceled. Yeah,
1: yeah. you got. Yeah, I, I don't follow yeah. him for that. I mean,
0: okay. Anyway, him. so okay, my point. I yes. started watching the What We Do, and I I finished it. I like it. It is one of the best, just series, yeah. I've seen okay. in so long. Okay. And I love that movie. And I would almost even make an argument that the series is better than the movie. Okay. Just because the movie takes place in America. So it's an American adaptation. Even though like The Office? Yeah, but I will say the difference here is that Teika and Jemaine, who wrote the original, uh, did write and direct... Uh, Most of the stuff in the new series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's a bit more involved than just say, you know, an adaptation per se, but it's set in America because the original was set in Australia and followed those Australian vampires. It's the same kind of format, but it's just set in America, set in Staten Island. Um, First off, hyper diverse cast. It stars an Iranian, Kavan Novak, who's actually one of my favorite uh, British actors. He is, he was in four lions, which was amazing. And, um, it has quite a few American like improv people, mm-hmm. not names that I would know off the top of my head. But um, anyway, it, it was just laugh out loud. Perfect. Wow. So I. Showtime? Stars? Hulu FX. Hulu. So you can watch Hulu it for uh, if you if you have Hulu, you don't. It's up there. Ten episodes. So I caught it up in two days and I'm so glad I did. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best. Um, All right. Now okay. let's... Steering back.
1: Kick that shit out of here because it's bong time.
0: <laughs> it, it just made me remind me because uh the Snowpiercer series. Yeah. yeah. So Snowpiercer. Piercer.
1: failed. Yeah, Snowpiercer.
0: Yeah. Um, I've seen it twice. have seen it twice? I thought it was twice? a good ride. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a good ride.
0: Yeah. You knew that you liked before the bong, bong before... Before I
1: knew what I was watching, <laughs> I thought, this is kind of cool.
0: It was... I I... I almost want to say, no, I'm sorry. This is not. I think this was his first film shot on 35 millimeter. And films, especially nowadays, are not shot in film. Okay. So, kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. That means nothing to me, the layperson. <laughs> but um th- would you say this is his first action movie?
0: No. No. So, uh, well, really? Okay. The host was more actiony. Or was actually. No, I, w- I wouldn't say the host is more action y, but I do but think also, Stomping. I mean, there's a lot. It, it is his first effects film. I remember effects. reading. Wait, bon, the host was? Yeah, the host okay, was. Right, right. Um, I remember reading, because I tried to find interviews from Bong from every single era. Yeah. Um, And so from the host area, he was like, yeah, this was like, you know, my first time working with effects, felt kind of intimidated. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do kind of get what you mean. the effects were really bad and like ruined the whole movie. <laughs> right. I do think, I, I see what you mean, where Snowpiercer is like... It's I mean, Snowpiercer like is just a big budget train. film. It's you like know?
1: making his way through the train. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, pow. Chris yeah.
0: Evans. yeah. Uh, a bunch of stuff happens. I Song forget. Kong Ho's in this. Oh, is
1: he? Yeah. What, what
0: character is he again? Is He's he the... Guy? think oh my god so this is the only one that neither clinton or i re we i watched it back in 2013 yeah this actually might be my least mm-hmm. favorite so yeah and but a lot of that actually is because bong didn't have directors so this is his first time working directly with a hollywood studio which was the weinstein company mm. and we know what's happened what a dirt bag what i mean Harvey Weinstein fucked Bong Joon Ho Bong Joon-ho with this film. He uh, fucked him all over <laughs> with the cuts. He. But
1: now he was able to. Keep some stuff. Is the Snowpiercer that we saw true to Bong's vision? Because I, I, I read that it was.
0: Yes, I think Bong said that he had to fight for a director's cut. Yeah. But I'm sure that a lot of just things that either bong has or hasn't talked about happened that i mean snow pierce is not a bad film but i no. do think snow piercer is easily his most divisive you either really? find people that love it or uh-huh. find people that hate it
1: yeah somebody online who is a famous twitter person that i don't know but they're famous they were <laughs> like if you liked parasite you have got to see my favorite bong movie which is sir. Right? i do I thought, think it's uh, weird Wow, if I'm, I'm like, i always want to know why like yeah.
0: why is it like i don't know i think if
1: you're in a super if superhero is your genre sure it, chris evans is in it
0: yeah he's a baby yeah yeah that's yeah. uh i just think
1: it's based on a comic book right
0: yes so, so if you're into comics yeah maybe. So bong is a huge comic book fan Isn't, and that's why he know, wanted to make bong. it he he found the series and which is my, french i think yes my yeah. fave park chan wook yeah. actually was the one that led the producing team on this one because he thought it was a really good idea that bong should go for it mm-hmm. so park actually helped first get this off the ground wow um And they were, like, big fans and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And then that's when the American financing came in. That's when, I mean, and we have to think, Chris Evans now, I think, kind of has a reputation of being a little weird. But back in 2012, 2013, he was still, like, Captain America, Captain America.
1: Everything he's done as Captain America has surprised me as far as his personal life, political life. And, Um, well, except for currently, which is a little strange.
0: But yeah, he's kind of a dick, but, um, I mean, eh. yeah, uh, I, I, what it, my, my point is Back then I remember it being A big deal That Chris Evans that Did this film this. Yeah, yeah that he did it And he that he the, ate A baby in it I remember everyone Was obsessed With that They were like Chris Evans Eats a baby In well, this movie Doesn't
1: it, I mean but the baby Is it like the, the Like protein
0: bars Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, like yeah, yeah. In yeah. I mean that, that That's one thing It was very fetishist I will say I remember when this film Came out I was super excited That he was Beginning to transition Into English films This actually came out towards the tail end of my undergrad Uh so this is when I was studying film and when I was in film school myself I was really obsessed with you know big upping these Korean directors so when Snowpiercer came out and I didn't absolutely like was obsessed with it I was kind of disappointed I was like man maybe maybe Korean directors shouldn't direct outside of their language. You know, wow. maybe it was. I know, I know. It, it felt, it felt, and, and, I, and I'm admitting that because yeah. like, it, it was an ignorant and dumb kind of assumption, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I still do think that there's a lot of awkwardness that is present in this film. And a lot of that is because I felt like it was, a bit out of his control. And this is stuff that he has actually mentioned recently. Yeah. Because his... Now we're kind of transitioning into his last three films. His last three films are Snowpiercer, Akia, and Parasite. So it kind of it, it kind of did a thing where he was making these Korean, Korean, Korean films. And he was like, okay, America, what's up? Yeah. And then Snowpiercer and Akia had very polarizing reactions, I feel. Mm-hmm. And he himself said that, you know, he did those big budget films and he's glad that he did them. But after Akia, he was like, man, fuck this. I just want to go back to Korea and make a small film again. Yeah. And, um, and look what happened. So I think it's, it's, it's a thing where like it was his first time trying something really outside of his comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, and a mixture of a lot of this behind the scenes stuff, some stuff that we know, some stuff that we probably will never know. Mm -hmm. And then, what I feel like is just like his clumsiest film, mm-hmm. but it's not a bad film. Like not I said, I still, film. I still stand by my whole thing that, hey, uh, what was I saying? Earlier? Oh, Bong's worst film is better than most people's good films. Yeah,
1: I-, I would say it's his least funny. Yeah. It has the least amount of his humor and...
0: It's the most showy, actually, I, don't I feel. don't
1: like the ending. The ending of yeah. this one did make me a little mad.
0: Yeah, and, and I feel like it, it's also just like a bells and whistles kind of film. And he's not a bells and whistles filmmaker because he's so smart. Yeah. His bells and whistles are in the subtext. His, bell, his bells and whistles is just him flexing on an entire movie being like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And I don't need Chris Evans to do it. Yeah. Whereas like Snowpiercer just feels like Hi. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we're crazy. It's a little too. Yeah. 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 Um, but this then leads to Akia. Yeah. And Akia punched me in the face. Really? Akia is the only one that I have a lot of trouble. I've actually never rewatched it, even though I remember almost every single scene of that movie. And I would say Akia is the only one that would fight the host For For my favorite. Yes. Because, so yes, Akia punched me in the face. I also punched what I just said. Me saying, oh, maybe Korean uh, directors shouldn't make English films. That he was like, fuck you, May. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make Akia and I'm going to ruin your life. And it did. Akia was my favorite film in 2017. Akia, I think, deserved so much more than it got.
1: yeah. Was it a straight to Netflix release?
0: It was a straight to Netflix release. It was a huge deal at the time. I, re- I remember being so effing hype. Do you remember the character posters? Uh, it was Jake Gyllenhaal in that like ridiculous. Oh
1: man.
0: Now you're remembering.
1: <laughs> I forgot about Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Yeah.
0: And Tilda Swinton, to be fair, also being hyper ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then Akia. Our so, beautiful little Akia. Yeah. I had if Akia punched
1: you in the face. Akia tried to hit me with like a body blow and I just dod- I dodged it so so <laughs> nimbly. I this movie was one of my least favorite Bong movies. <laughs> However, I may be wrong about <laughs> how I feel about it. Yeah, I think my problem with Akia and the reason why it took me so long to watch it is because I thought, oh, this is going to be a story about like a big animal monster and a girl and like an E.T. kind of thing happening. And to me, it almost was when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of just wish this was different.
0: Wait, when did you see Akia?
1: Like for for this podcast couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, I'm surprised.
1: Uh, The first, I think it has a super strong opener. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just mega pig competition. And it made me think of...
0: Do you know what scene was the hardest for me in this movie? uh,
1: Probably the one where the Akyas are all like getting slaughtered and stuff.
0: Is that the same scene? Actually, no. It was when Akyas raped. Oh. Yeah. That was oh my god. With
1: Jake Gyllenhaal there being like oh I,
0: god, I, I had to mute mind. that I, I I had to mute that part. Yeah. And yeah. and I I watched Barking Dogs and whatnot. Yeah. But I actually watched Akia the night it was released. I did a little part this was my last year in Florida. I was so just so especially cuz I'm actually a really big Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Yeah. So Did you think
1: you did you like his
0: performance? I love. I love every stitch of this film. Really? I understand weirdly yeah. why people don't like yeah. it. Yeah. But I also feel like in a way people might have expected too much out of Akia. Uh-huh. Um I walked in just knowing I was going to watch a Bong Joon-ho film. Knowing that I shouldn't expect anything from the plot or what the plot was going to give me, I think in a way because Snowpiercer had disappointed me, I think maybe I felt the way that you felt when you walked into Akia when I watched Snowpiercer. I wanted Snowpiercer to blow my face off, mm-hmm. and when it didn't, I was like, "Cool, yeah." That
1: must have so been a real like. I had your sales moment there.
0: Yeah, I, I was excited for Akia, but I was just kind of like, "Just write it out." Yeah. Um. And it just really, it, it did. Uh-huh. I, it, I mean, the, just even the ending is so beautiful and cute. And, ha- and I wasn't expecting a happy ending. So the yeah. fact that they got a happy ending, I was so happy did off they, of though? that. <laughs> I think Aren't so. are just going
1: to murder that thing? I mean, he's so easy to find.
0: You're so dumb. You see, now you're just being <laughs> pessimistic. I, in a way, I feel like, arguably, Akia might, other other than the host, Akia might be his only other happy movie oh i don't know
1: (laughs) not uh, yeah i can't go that far what yeah i mean like you said the rape scene after that we can't even you can't bounce back from that it's tough but um but it's beautiful i you know what i think the scene that really turned me on the whole movie was early on in the movie there's this scene that just seems so cliche where the girl like Oh no, she's falling off a mountain. And then the Akyal mon- oh. creature's like, guh, guh, and like uses his big pig arm to like save her. So cute. And I was like, come I on. I love it
0: so much. So for
1: me, they could have. Oh he could have skipped that entirely and I would have been oh, better for it. I, I understand why he did it because. But I don't think he needed to. I love
0: it. I love it because not only i will say for Snowpiercer. let mm-hmm. me double check for Snowpiercer. who wrote snow piercer okay so he did write it with an american um for akia he wrote it with john ronson do you know who john, ronson, john ronson? ronson yeah he wrote the psychopath test he's like this british author um and so he helped uh bong out with it mm-hmm. what i like also produced amy winehouse's breakout album not the same Ronson, but okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think the awkward parts of Snowpiercer, or the parts that I felt like were clumsy, were solved in yeah, Akia, uh, yeah. even though they're very different films, because I feel like this film was able to critique itself and critique South Korea and also critique the Western world all in the same way fell swoop and i think it did it magnificently i think you know it did do the whole like factory farming is bad kind of message mm-hmm. but i also think this movie really is just about a girl and her best friend and yeah. i think i like the fact that it's messy and the fact that we do see p- poor little akia abuse like all of that is sad but yeah. it's also very bunk this like Snowpiercer doesn't always feel like a Bong movie to me. I always have to be like, Oh yeah, Snowpiercer. Whereas Akya to me is exactly a Bong Jun Ho movie that uh was made with an American production company. Um and yeah, I wish I wish more people liked it. But...
1: I wanted to see I wanna see a another story in that universe. You yeah. know how there was The competition of the mega pigs so there's mega pigs all over the world like I wanted it to be a death race competition where you go over here you see this mega pig you go see this mega pig and then all these mega pig things happen like I still want to see that movie yeah
0: well what do you think was the most bongy of Akia like or or maybe what was the
1: (laughs) to me just oh and I would fight Jake Gyllenhaal (laughs) to stop to have never done that I, what yeah it was to me it was too much it was too much what i yeah
0: i i loved it i really i i think his character is one of the funny i mean i mean you hate him obviously yeah. i mean you want him to die his voice
1: oh my god so, so good. weird. it's so good so weird
0: i i i'm telling you listeners there's barely a flaw I find oh with God. akia oh. Um least of those being Jake Jill hall Don't it.
1: watch it with me, listeners. Um, we will you well, have okay,
0: but say something nice. About akia <laughs> Yeah, what would you okay. I mean, would you say was a bad I film? would
1: I would like I would I wanna see it. I love the opening of the movie. Yeah. I thought I was like,
0: ooh, wait. Hey, would you okay question? Would you prefer if the movie had stayed in Korea?
1: Ah, uh, well, uh, no, I didn't want the story to be about a girl and her fat pig.
0: <laughs> You're so dumb. Sorry. I like, I like that the film is more than the girl than her because I think the film was kind of trying to be sold as that and yeah. and about how she would then lose her pig, and the movie was about more than that. I mean, that's essentially kind of like like A B C plot line of it. Yeah. But it, there's so many different layers going on, and um, I don't I, know. man. I will say in the Bong collection, it is different.
1: It is it is very different. And, it's and very one different of my to Snowpiercer. Him, and one of my things with him is that there are so many similarities. So I do appreciate a movie that where I'm like, okay, he's.
0: I still think it was very still tonally similar, I though. So? I mean, it's still expo- I mean, I feel if anything, Akia more than. Any of the films that he released explores capitalism directly. Like he, it, in a way, stuff. in totally. a way, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. almost like taking on just like that branded kind of, Yeah, it definitely feels like his most, this is going to be a very weird thing that I'm sure almost no one's going to understand, but it feels like his pop movie. You know, like, like, it's like he pl- even through the marketing, they played around with that and stuff like that. Yeah. Um And maybe I don't know, maybe because it inhabits two worlds and neither world is that sure of it. Maybe that's why it's so divisive. But I really like that. Mm. I really do. And I and I would fight for Akia. Akia is another one that I would have given him an Oscar for because yeah. I just think. It does so many things that shouldn't work and I think that they were... It's a daring movie and one of easily Netflix's best releases. Do
1: you think that Netflix maybe learned a lesson with Akia where nowadays if something comes out on Netflix, they usually put it in the theaters first? Whereas Akia, I feel like, went straight to They Netflix only
0: do that because of awards. For awards? Yeah, but, yeah, the, yeah. But,
1: but also I think it creates some buzz, you know? Like, it does. Akia drops This was one so of the does. very
0: first... Uh, netflix auteur releases like this was before marty this was before alfonso so i i kind of see where you're coming from yeah they, i remember exactly when they dropped it they dropped it in the middle of the summer uh-huh. there were no theater screenings um but i mean even when As i was watched...
1: just a dumb dumb netflix person you have no idea and you're like What's yeah. this movie i don't know what yeah that says and what this yeah. is and
0: yeah i think it's interesting that where's
1: chris evans
0: right um it's it's it's, it's very why I wish, is
1: jake gyllenhaal talking like that
0: i love it i it's just like that's one of the best parts of the movie um though that actress the the kid yeah I- incredible mm. she i would i would love to know more about the production behind Oka, but the thing that's interesting um is that he went pretty quickly into making Parasite because Parasite was pretty much made in 2018. Uh Akia came out in the middle of 2017. That's pretty much only about a year turn because Parasite premiered in spring of 2020 at con. Mm-hmm. So that's like a pretty like
1: quick pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I but guess parasite
1: you, isn't really like effects heavy No like Akya. It's a be, very yeah No
0: and I mean that's and that's another thing to keep in mind too that he specifically said that working on two big budget films back to back just felt like too much. He he didn't wanna do it again right at this moment mm-hmm. and he wanted to go back to Korea. I wonder I wish Akya was respected more, but I don't know, I guess I, I, that you you bring up fair points uh, and I don't know. I would watch Akia too. <sighs> so dumb. <They> should <laughs> never, like a pig that's fighting, one thing, really. there should never be an Akia. I just want Akia to end on the fact that it's the little girl and her little Akia uh-huh. and no one's ever going to touch them. They're going to live forever in Bong World, then- where nothing lives forever in Bong World. <laughs> no
1: except really dumb characters
0: yeah jake jake dies in it right <laughs> does he he should I don't forget i might i, I would forgot. watch it
1: again just to see that i
0: really yeah th- that's the one thing when he dies y'all i i love akia party. but i highly doubt i would ever watch it again just because oh, really?
1: oh right because well, of all the things you mentioned yeah um but lucky for you there's a television spinoff coming out next spring akia yeah No, there's not. I know, but it was fun. You're such a dumbass. Two seconds where you looked at your phone.
0: (laughs) You're such a. As if I wouldn't know. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Which leads us kind of to the end. Yeah. We had Akia. Parasite. Parasite. The one that changed at all. Yeah. Do you like Parasite?
1: (sighs) Yes. Yes, Uh, comma. I was thinking, would. Were it not for the twist of the ending, would I like this movie? I mean, I guess it would just be a totally different movie. Yeah. Like, how much is the shock value?
0: Right. Yeah. So, we we love Parasite here. Like, in general, we, we, we respect Parasite a lot. We're happy it won the Oscar, right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... If we're just speaking objectively and speaking as Bong fans. Yeah. It bong. still just blows my mind that this is the one that did it, it. Broke because it just feels like the most as you said it just really relies on its and I mean
1: relies on its
0: shock shock yeah uh I do think, you know, rewatching it so many times, I'm like, man, this movie's actually funnier than, like, when you first watch it, yeah. watching it again, you're like, it's actually a really funny movie. I do think it's one of his funnier ones, and I do think it's probably other than... I, I feel like the host is very accessible, but I do think that this one is highly accessible. That's why a bunch of Americans are now watching it and being like, wow, what is an interesting I, film. Yeah,
1: I'm surprised because...
0: I mean, not that way. It's about a poor family yeah. that takes advantage of a rich family uh-huh. that yeah, that's as we know is just like it's like a people it's like a it's like a comedy of errors yeah. essentially. Yeah. And it really if if we were to boil out all of the social and political po- context, it's a comedy of errors. Mm. Like something some weird thing is it's it's kind of going back to slapstick. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I realized, especially rewatching, that Bong loves his slapstick because he's just slapsticking away. Yeah, <laughs> he's like just you know watch them do this, see yeah. what crazy thing is going to happen next. Um, and uh, yeah, I think. The first time, the first time I watched *Parasite* was with Matt and Mandy, and Matt and I went to school together. And Matt and I had the same reaction. We had both watched all of Bong's films, both really big fans, uh, really big Song Kang Ho fans as well. And we were just like, "Huh? Oh, okay, all right." Hmm. So that's okay another one in the then bin. seeing it with you mm-hmm. i really loved your reactions during it because you had a lot of fun during yeah, it and it made me that. have more fun yeah so seeing it the second time i was like okay no i this is obviously a very good film there were some theater reactions too I oh forget. god yeah I we saw it like actually like, we saw it in baltimore yeah we saw yeah. it in baltimore
1: someone was like
0: the trolls right yeah, yeah. yeah, and which was an interesting—I had never been yeah. interesting one, yeah. Um, and yeah, American audiences reacted to it that well. Then the third time I saw it was at home, and for the third time, Oscars weekend, knowing that it was going to win something, uh-huh. must, and hopefully it would have, I would—I was like, you know, technically speaking, and uh, you know, analysis speaking, this film really is crafted expertly um, in a way that it's obvious that this is the one that should win because all of those other films are not crafted as meticulously as this one. Mm. But if I were to just talk about it in the context of Bong's incredible filmography, I do feel like it's the, it's the one that has the most almost the heaviest meaning politically and socially. But at the same time, it's also the one that I feel like relies the most on like its shock value. And that's why that's not where I think Bong is best. I think Bong is best writing character studies. I think Bong is best looking at how to turn really personal and important stories into big genre masterpieces like the host and akia Mm. and even snowpiercer i would say i'm like that's as much as i i I don't like snowpiercer as much as i like parasite but snowpiercer is a fucking ambitious film and um i don't think parasite is as ambitious as i like bong and i like bong when he's being crazy
1: yeah i think that this movie you would definitely recommend this movie to somebody who is. Like working bur- the Bernie campaign or working the Elizabeth Warren campaign, some somebody <laughs> yeah. who who eats, sleeps, and breathes like uh, class class yeah. struggle, uh, political politics yeah. of the left. You know, um, there are for those for people that are interested in poverty and systems and capitalism and socialism. There's I, not a there, better film almost. This is a good, this is probably the best bong or, right. or one that I think could really get you right. engaged. And, right. But yeah, otherwise, and, and there is some of me that that is that, but still it doesn't, yeah, I wouldn't rush to watch it again. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he does next, but it doesn't make my top one or two bong yeah
0: films. i i definitely agree I, my best friend is also delia uh she finally watched it and i remember when i first watched uh because we're both long stands um when uh i when she she finally watched it a few weeks ago she was like yeah it was fine and yeah. i was like yeah that's how i feel like it's it's not bad yeah um i think song kung ho He definitely deserves an Oscar, you know, for at least like seven of his films. But for this one, I think he was I think he was a suture for everything. And I think he he typically tends to be the suture for almost any film I see him in. But this one, he wasn't the lead, but he definitely was almost like the moral compass in a way, even though he was arguably the least moral character. He definitely was my heart. And especially now that I've watched it a couple of times but i do think that it's just you know it it's it's such a great flex for a bong if anything like
1: to do, damn bro of, like
0: you, you're really an like Oscar the og of it's
1: like a movie that
0: a movie that I I, I really don't think is his best, yeah. but do I think it deserved it? Do I think it's... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I am so happy he got it. I hope that this just keeps opening more doors. And I'm glad that Americans are watching it. Now, the one thing that I will say that bugs me, and this isn't a slight to anyone in Parasite or anything, because it's just the way that things have become. And now this is actually gets back to the Oscar controversy I don't know how Hollywood, let alone famous and rich people can watch this and be like, Oh, what a pleasant story. Wow. So crazy. Like, I just think immediately of Chrissy Teigen Uh being like, Oh my God, I love this movie. This movie's hilarious and crazy. And a bunch of people on Twitter being like, I I mean, you do know that you're the wife in the movie, right? And, and that's the one thing that, I would say just bothers me Uh is that people aren't watching this to sink it in. They're just being like, wow, what a crazy movie. And it's just kind of, and it's a flex on Bong because Bong is like, man, you stupid bitches. Right? Like, do you even know? Like even when in the Oscar parties and stuff, when they've been asking him, what do you want to do? He's like, I just want to go home. Um, But I, I will say that's that's kind of the only thing that's bothering me about this little impl- explosion of success for him. I'm just kind of like, but, but y'all aren't actually understanding the messages. Because if you were, you wouldn't continue. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. very weird. It occupies think, this weird space. Yeah, I think it,
1: is that just the the casualty of hitting it big is that a lot right. of people will get your art and like it for... For for being famous i feel like that's essentially
0: why people are they're like oh yeah one or oh yeah everyone's talking about it i gotta go watch it in a way you're very thankful and i talk about this a lot with delia because Delia is who i do a lot of my ranting with and delia is actually the one that's like well dude like isn't that good though like isn't it good that these absolute idiots are watching this movie and thinking it's the best thing they've never they've ever seen and then realizing oh wait like this is about me and the culture I perpetuate in. I also think when Oscar, uh, when Oscar's night happened, Andrew Yang said, oh, I should watch Parasite, shouldn't I? And a bunch of people were like, "Um,
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Do, do you? To... I think, um, well, I, right. Because we both
1: had kind of a similar experience with it overall in the catalog of Bong movies. Right. I will say that the story of a story of working poor people who are pushed to the limit who who have to scam in order to survive and then are pushed to the limit and then lash out violently that story isn't told very often and then the fact that it ends like it wasn't a dream sequence where he snaps and kills people you know that really happens and then after that there is this like hope for the future and you're still kind of morally on the side of the working poor, even after that violent outburst. It wasn't like poor people are bad. Rich I mean, it, it, it was a very it wasn't. uniquely told story. Yeah. And so maybe that is uh I, I do think part it of, part of his success.
0: It is I'm like I'm I'm really glad he got the original screenplay nomination it even just not only in comparison to this other stuff, but also just like I do think that he did weave this one the most subtly in a way. Like th- there were, as we said, little bong tells throughout. Uh-huh. That's kind of been the fun about rewatching it is you catch those little bong tells and you're like, oh man, he really just was laying the groundwork and um and even seeing you know his Hitchcockian influences and things like that, um and. And yeah, I don't. It, it'll be interesting to see the the changes that happen. But actually, what now tying back to the Oscars controversy okay. thing, okay. so the person that the people that always get the Best Picture uh, Oscar are the producers. The producer behind uh, the Parasite ugh. is one of the richest women of South Korea. Mm. Like exactly what you expect as the rich family. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, you know, we we have to talk about it in earnest, yeah. you know, because
1: a Bong, are you scamming?
0: <laughs> it's I mean, I it's never really Bong. It's more just like, and, and this is where it gets into why Bong was the one to take off and why not Park chan or anyone else. Yeah, One, because I think his films are very accessible, very funny. Humor. Uh, yeah, I think humor's a big one. But for example, Park, his last film was the handmaiden in 2016 and it was one of his most acclaimed films collected awards but it was a it's about it's a lesbian story Mm -hmm. it's a lesbian uh and 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 very uh, complimentary towards it Mm -hmm. not like lesbians are bad kind of stuff and so when it was made The conservative South Korean government was in power, they refused to choose his film. The Korean Film Council refused to choose his film because of the liberalism uh, embedded into it. And as a result, it was disqualified from going on to international competitions, even though like... In in film competitions, and it was still able to do film festivals, but say for, like, the Oscars Oscars. or the BAFTAs, Korea didn't want to nominate it because of the lesbian story, even though it was arguably the best film that he had made. Uh And when you think of things like that and realize that it's really just like, so it's just kind of like, well, of course Bong was the one to go because Park always makes really liberal, really, even for South Korea, subversive films. Uh And not to say that Bong doesn't, but Bong kind of really does stick to this, like, um, exploring class metaphors through Mm -hmm. humor and things like that. Yeah. Whereas Park doesn't do that. And other Korean filmmakers really haven't done that either. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, it's interesting. You, you can
1: sneak more by with just dumb, dumb, dumb you know, a dumb yeah. character, yeah. funny moments. Laugh. yeah, and, and probably speaking to what you were saying earlier, if I was a rich person and I watched this, I might think, oh, yes, these poor people are like, they are desperate.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, there yeah, are scammers. Oh, yeah. they could, you know, snap and kill you or something. Yeah. And probably also... <laughs> get some of the other stuff but
0: it doesn't feel like a strong condemnation i do agree um and and in a way you don't that that's why the movie is so good in a way is that it doesn't spell it out and that's why all of bong's movies are so good in my opinion and never spells out its opinion full blank you know what i mean you can kind of interpret everything that you want out of it yeah which is why
1: some people are having fun with it when yeah. they should really be learning something from it. Right, yeah. yeah.
0: Um so and fun with it. <laughs> Right, and... I I had a lot of fun doing this though mm-hmm. because I think Bong is one of the most important filmmakers period that we have right now mm-hmm. and I think a lot of American filmmakers have been ripping off him for a while and I and I'm glad that this exposes people not only to his films but to Korean films in general because he is part of a movement. He is not the the Is
1: that movement Korean?
0: Yeah, cor- the movement, Korean New Wave. All
1: international
0: I, I think it's both. Non-English. It's absolutely both. And and he's a very Korean filmmaker, runs some very Korean film circles and things like that and blah, blah, blah. But even, so a lot of people have been asking him, so what are your films that you love this year and oh, blah, man, blah, And really he's actually lot. a huge uncut gem stan. Really? He, he was oh like, my God, I think it's a shame that it wasn't nominated. No way. It was one of the best films I saw last oh year. Oh goodness. Yeah. And. And he's a very giving filmmaker and and, and loves nurturing film because he loves film. And that's why sometimes as a person, like if I were to speak as to how I would vibe with them, I think like Bong and I, just like would vibe, yeah, more long, than like maybe time. even me and Park because Park yeah. seems a little crazy, yeah. But Bong just seems like a dude that just like oh, you know, he's
1: chill as hell, yeah, I mean, as far as what we've seen, and it, funny, right? yeah.
0: and 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 he just wants film good films to be made. And uh, he he really, I truly believe, I mean, if Akia and Snowpiercer didn't fuck him up completely, he's just gonna keep making you know, Korean, movie. he might do what's American. Next?
1: Do we know what's
0: next? So. We don't know what's next film-wise, but production-wise, these dumb asses at HBO are making a Parasite series with Mark Ruffalo and Tilda Swinton. Uh,
1: So he will be the producer
0: He's producing it and supposedly Helping write it And I just want to be like Bong no Don't do it Dude no like I'm mad at him Because he obviously would have have had to Agreed oh 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 Fuck off the I forgot one of the Biggest offenses to this guess Who okay The director that's Heading the the series Adam McKay
1: from Maroon Five,
0: Anchorman, and The Big Short, and what was the dub? Not Dubya, or was it? What oh, was the one? Yeah,
1: the W movie. Not Dubya, the
0: one that had Steve Carell. Oh, oh. no, Cheney. Vice. Oh, oh, that was the last one that Adam McKay did. Adam like McKay Anchorman. started off as like Anchorman and shit like that, yeah. and now he's now he's
1: doing the highfalutin. Fucking yeah. yeah.
0: He, I mean, he got nominated. He got uh, nominated for an Oscar with The Big Short.
1: For oh i forgot what that was
0: the big short was uh ryan gosling and oh, yeah i yes. actually Wall liked, Street
1: or bankers or something
0: yeah i yeah. actually liked bong loves the big short actually that's how they're that's why that's fucking why. adam mckay okay. is taking yeah. over because they the big shorts one of bong's favorite movies of all time who is which the audience bong... for this
1: parasite show Cause even as a bong fan, I don't really want to see. Dude, that. I'm
0: not gonna watch that. Sure you? Fuck. I didn't. I didn't watch fucking. Uh, yeah, no. Fuck but I that. Did like Watchmen on HBO. Did you watch Watchmen? I do. I did not. Oh, you gotta watch. I HBO. know. I know. It's. It's not a slight. Yeah. This is again to me. Parasite is a contained story. What? Cause I can tell you probably exactly what the series is gonna be. It's yeah. gonna be a fucking American family. You know, same kind of Poor, bait and switch salmon. kind of shit. And okay. it's just kind of like why? Yeah. Why? Like that story worked because it was very specifically korean set in a very specific like Kore- like those uh sub basement apartment like uh-huh. those are a thing yeah. in and korea Ooh. and things like that and it's just kind of like don't do something different yeah. adam mckay and, and bong me, why bong why kind
1: of makes me think is shameless did you ever watch shameless i didn't yeah shameless is maybe the american equivalent of of been, that, of that, yeah. That's interesting. I know what it's about. Having right. to Hustle, hustle you know, for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but, but they already made it. So I, I, I'm really excited to see what he does next. But I also hope that this really does push Korean film outside of like this niche yeah. bubble because yeah. there have been so many great korean releases in the last couple years such as burning and the handmaiden and uh you know korean film is i i feel like
1: korean tv too
0: is Oh yeah, absolutely. And this also needs to open up the doors for other international cinemas. Like I feel like Roma should have won the year that it came out. And now that a non-English film has uh, won an Oscar, maybe this will open it up more. Mm -hmm. But I, one thing that I saw the other day is that, uh, the biggest lesson people should take from Parasite is that we need mid-budget films back. And I agree. Because mid-budget original stories are not being sold That's right now true. in American wow. markets. But instead, what's probably going to happen is we're going to get Song Kung ho in the next Marvel movie as like this. Oh, my
1: God. And, and it's just that'd true. Be, that'd be kind of nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Honestly, I, I want to protect everyone. Yeah. Almost from... America but from a yeah it, it it becomes difficult because i definitely think the academy is shit yeah. <laughs> and and does a lot I mean, of are they
1: just a bunch of white guys old white guys
0: i mean i mean just even through their guidelines like right now i'm in the process of going through a phd candidacy and I make a lot of arguments for Puerto Rican cinema mm-hmm. and how the Academy, just the Academy, just looking at the Academy in and of itself sets a giant roadblock for Puerto Rican cinema because one they say that Puerto Rican films are not foreign language films because Puerto Rico isn't "quote unquote" a foreign country, even mm-hmm. though we're a colony. Right. And on the other hand, it also says that Puerto Rican films can't be considered American films because they're not made. Really? And so it's just kind like, of so like we're stuck the
1: in a weird.
0: I mean, stuck in a weird a, spot. And also, you you also have to realize that Academy qualification goes all the way down to short films, you know, and things like that. And huh. whether we like it or not, you know, that's how people can break into the industry and when you already have that saying hey you can never be considered for this but good luck with everything else it's just kind of like and that's just one example with me in Puerto Rico Um, I can only imagine like another controversy that's been happening lately is the Academy disqualified Nigerian films from being considered because Nigerian films are done in the English language and it's not considered oh, international yeah. films if it's done in the English and so bullshit like that right. just kind of like why yeah. like like it, it's, and if it's you bullshit look at who is
1: making the rules it's probably obvious, no it right? and, and then yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely yeah. um right so I'm just really glad we were able to do and especially with a a person who's so unafraid of making genre films. I think my happiest thing if I were to want any kind of like quote unquote ramification of Parasite winning is that people take genre films more seriously. And I know that Parasite is more like a thriller than per se a horror or a science fiction or mm-hmm. even more of his more hyper genre films, I still think it does open the door that this was, you know, it, it was almost like a Hitchcock movie. And, you know, films, even though you and I didn't like Midsommar, I'm just using it as an example, mm-hmm. films like Midsommar should be considered more seriously, or films like The Lighthouse, films like oh, The Witch man. should be considered I mean, more the seriously. Lighthouse
1: two could have been an Oscar movie, you know, I feel like they just kind of, oh, yeah. it just felt Oh,
0: I, I agree. I, Willem Dafoe won yeah. an Indie for the lighthouse
1: yeah, yeah. okay oh, and adam
0: one for uncut gems all right this is why we love the indies more than the oscars
1: i've got one last fact for you this...
0: well we have a, a few more things okay. but go ahead
1: this fruit was found in both parasite and in memories of murder oh a peach okay yeah. why was the peach seen in memories of murder do you remember that one it, it was... was very gross and i feel like it didn't need to be there
0: I feel like you think Memories was a lot grosser than I feel like it was. You know what I'm talking about? The peach scene? What? I'm not
1: going to describe it because it's gross.
0: I don't remember. But
1: skipping over that, um, do do you you... know why they did the peach? Why the peaches? Because I know.
0: I think the only thing that I'll say in response to that is when Parasite first came out, Uh like to film Circles, uh, this time last year, actually, Uh do you want to know what they sent market it oh yeah they They sent bouquets of peaches oh that's nice (laughs) and and a couple of them a couple of these film critics uh live in new york so Uh they don't pick up their mails for weeks and i remember seeing a picture one of them was like if i had known that i had peaches waiting for me from bong Ho, and it was just like those rotting they were actual peaches yeah i I know i think it's funny yeah so bong i believe
1: had a maybe a roommate in college or some some friend That had a up. peach allergy, right? Yeah, and they didn't believe it. So, you, so I uh-huh. think they pranked him or something. And yeah, and it was hospital. real. Yeah.
0: Another fun fact. I might have just is, made that up. It's bad for no, I remember reading 50% that 50%? uh 50%? 50%? Bong actually was the tutor in Parasite.
1: Did in you know real that? life,
0: you mean? Fuck off! Yeah, he did. So when he was in college, he was oh,
1: that's kind of just
0: as poor. Um, he did tutoring for a rich family, yeah. and he wanted to infiltrate the house no. <laughs> with his friends, and he got yeah. fired. He oh
1: just, my he, God! No, bomb. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my. We we goodness. we
0: love. He's just so funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so now uh, one thing I want to ask you uh-huh. was ranking them. Okay.
1: You want me to go first on the rankings? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. let you go first. I'm gonna go from bottom to the top. Oh, okay. You're, gonna, you're not gonna like the first one. <laughs> All right, from the bottom, Akia.
0: Fuck you. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I raised <laughs> the pigs. Not into it. Um, barking dog and snow piercer. I have as a tie. Okay. Because I find that I couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> Memories of murder is number three. Okay. Okay great movie mother number two love it love it you like parasite more
0: it. than you like oh
1: my god I didn't put parasite in here
0: <laughs> oh my god no i was like you like parasite more than Okay,
1: quickly i'm gonna throw in parasite under memories okay because memories i feel like was more
0: I'm surprised when I was watching Memories, I was like, I feel like Clinton's gonna go nuts over this, this movie, one, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it I reminded like me mother, a lot of the wailing, honestly. Well, I, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I like. She think the I like the mother a little bit better. I like the ending of the mother. I knew the ending of Memories as I was watching it. You know what I mean?
0: Man, that final scene in Mother is so beautiful. The dancing,
1: which is also the first scene, right?
0: Tech, no her Doesn't dancing she's... on the bus is the, oh, very the, last. On the bus. Yeah, yeah. with all the other girls with all the all ladies, the, the ladies.
1: <laughs> oh my god that was me all
0: the other girls <laughs> what
1: is yeah okay so anyways so mother's my number 2 got to throw it up for mother awesome uh, number 1 is the host okay i can't I'm not gonna i am going to try and not.
0: do it from memory cuz i actually okay. didn't write them down i think my least favorite would be snowpiercer mm-hmm. then Barking Dogs, Uh then, uh, man, that's, then it's like all the films that I actually like.
1: Yeah.
0: I think maybe Mother, and I really like Mother, but I just really like the other films more. And then I think the top four, I think number one is The Host, number two is Akia, no, The Host, Memories, Akia. And then what leaves the fourth one? Parasite. Yeah. Ye- oh no, I like Mother more than I like Parasite. Okay, so my top four would be.
1: <laughs> um. The host, host.
0: Memories. Memories.
1: Akia. Mother.
0: That's my top four. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that, your that top four right. was the host. Host. Mother. Memories. Parasite. Really. Yeah.
0: Damn, that's actually pretty close for us.
1: Yeah. The fact that we both got host number one is pretty cool.
0: I just... What what was your first uh, bong movie?
1: The Host. The Host, okay. Yeah, The Host.
0: The Host back in 2006. And yeah, I just... Man, it's just a perfect... I am so speechless thinking about it. Even just... It's why I can rewatch it over and over and over and over. It's just... It's warm... It is sad. It is heartbreaking. It is political. It is hilarious, and he deserves ten Oscars for mm-hmm. it. He yeah. deserves ten Oscars for like the it top deserves five to
1: be in the horror movie canon or the monster movie canon. Did we at every yeah horror convention there should be a something uh, yeah. for the yeah. host? Although yeah. maybe the maybe that's part of the problem is that the creature design isn't. Uh, spectacular enough yeah i do
0: i that's actually what my students say the most often they're like yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty goofy but i always tell them and this is and this is true there's a reason why bong showed it so much because you're not supposed to really be afraid of it it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be this metaphor for american exceptionalism yeah you know yeah it almost works because yeah yeah and uh, totally it kind of
1: makes the story more important the characters more important (laughs) Maybe I'll throw than a Godzilla iconic monster looking thing.
0: A side toss to you. Okay. Can you rank Song Kong Ho's your favorite Song Kong Ho Ooh. performances?
1: Well, that puts me in a tricky spot because I, I forget think, which movie he's in.
0: Okay, he's in the host, he's in memories, he's in Snowpiercer. Like his best performances? Yeah, his best performances. And he's in Par- okay, wait. Now I have to think memories. You gotta give it
1: up for memories, I think. His
0: best?
1: He goes through a wide range.
0: And more than the host? I think the host is number one.
1: Funny, dumb. Sympathetic, dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you really want me to throw more in there, I will throw in thirst as well. I think even though thirst is not bong, I do think that thirst is just one of, I think thirst is my second favorite of his
1: of um that of actor. Song. song yeah and you and host is your first
0: but i will say yeah. so the host right mm-hmm. i would actually put parasite second for acting yeah i just i i think he does the least in that film and in all of the movies that we've seen he's usually doing the most yeah and it's just masterful it's yeah. like it's like watching a a quiet dung beetle or whatever. I don't I don't fucking oh know. God. It's just like it's insane. That was so poetic. Um I think the reason why I even like Parasite is because it's, you know, he he was able to do that. Yeah. Because I don't I mean, I like I like the kids and I like the mom and whatever, but I do think and I and I think they all deserve to be nominated, but they did feel very much their role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, I never felt like they floated, whereas song just floats that entire movie hmm. and and you're never you're never even too sure if like when I first saw it, I was like, is song even supposed to be in it that much and then the last act happens and yeah. you're like, oh fuck this this movie's more about him than anyone else yeah um, so I think parasite actually is my second favorite song performance. I actually think memories is my least favorite because I was so obsessed wow. with so huh. instead so was fucking me up. He was so sad. Oh
1: yeah, Uh, they were the perfect foils for each other.
0: I would see another, uh, give me a buddy comedy. Buddy comedy, comedy, yeah. (laughs) They they worked. There was that was a buddy comedy. Yeah, that that
1: was such a cool dynamic. Yeah, because you got him going back and forth and morally switching places and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, and like when So was the one kind of like calming him down yeah in the beginning and then it was completely flipped at right. the end right yeah. that's why like the more i think about it i i wonder if maybe i had more time with memories mm-hmm. if memories might
1: jump be jump up num- there yeah yeah because oh, you it, saw parasite so many dang times
0: if you'd only seen
1: parasite once you know
0: <laughs> i'm glad i saw it more than once though because yeah. it made me appreciate it whereas i really like when i first saw it i was like why
1: yeah why this movie why why not no
0: not why did he make it it, it felt very much like a bong movie it was just getting
1: so much yeah why press?
0: is this the one that's yeah. breaking through yeah but i'm glad it did and oh, i'm yeah. glad it won and and here we are having a whole podcast <laughs> did you do the the game you wanted
1: to do i mean it was just these questions scattered throughout oh, okay um do i have any more not really all right well cool. there was one um one move commonly found in wrestling. Um, it's like uh I don't know if you'd get it though. Dropkick, do you know what a dropkick is? Kinda. It's like when you run and, and you jump and you kick and it's like really pretty comical when used in real life. Okay. But it's like it's amazing. <gasps> he happens
0: twice in his movies. I also wrote that down Did because you? it was so fucking funny in both two, times.
1: And the and two well, it's more than two movies. But, more than but, two, but, movies? But in two movies? It's a character doing a drop pick to a side, like a car. Yes, mirror. a side mirror. I actually yeah. wrote that it's down. It's almost like a call to the other movie. Yeah. Oh you my know?
0: god! Because the first I watched Mother before I yeah. saw Barking Dogs. So mm-hmm. when I saw that happen in Barking Dogs, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Because I think that's one of the funniest moments of Mother. Yeah. I I saw Mother with an audience, and everyone fucking died. When really, that happened? Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um Yeah.
1: It's just a hilarious way. Oh my god! To, to kick, something.
0: especially because every single time that, that happened, I'm like is that actor okay
1: (laughs) yeah the falling down in bong's movies is like masterful slapstick
0: though that's just like that's not korean that's not witty that's just fucking slapstick yeah rolling down
1: hills falling down i will say i feel
0: like uh bong more than any other korean filmmaker Uh has no problem leaning into slapstick because i I as much as i love park i can totally see him being like I mean, I, I could find something that's funnier, that's more refined. Yeah. Whereas Bong's like, no, that idiot's just going to fucking drop kick the mirror and that's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> the the pig, make sure this giant CGI pig shits out pellets like within the first 10 minutes. Literally again, though, it it like only yeah.
0: Bong, Ben. Yeah. yeah. And Bong we trust. And Bong we trust. Yes. All Certainly. right. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Cool. Awesome. Do you
1: know what we're talking about next episode? We don't,
0: but one thing that I wanted to commemorate is that it's officially been a year since we've one full year. February 6th Ooh, was wow. our 1-year anniversary. Listeners, and
1: thank you for listening, giving listening us your time, and giving us subscribing,
0: your subscribing and uh Clinton and I just do this because we're best friends and uh you know we we just want more people to know about films and and digest them in different ways and I especially do this because I know my students process things differently so it's been really great to even see people outside of who we expected to listen to this, uh react to the podcast, and, and tell us, and 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 um, I can only hope that we keep growing in thought and intention, and keep shining a light on things that deserve a light to be shown on.
1: Yeah, you're here. Cheers All right. to that.
0: <laughs> okay. To another year of
1: horror, Siberia. Hopefully. Laughing, <laughs> screaming. Yes. Crying. Yes. Recording. She-
0: yes <laughs> all right well i hope everyone has a good time. we got
1: one year and we still don't have a sign off we don't maybe it's, so, we'll get one. it's so awkward all right okay well. okay well like we're talking on the phone or something bye